This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zifford, only on 101.9 High FM. Susie and the Worry Elephant, Toby and the Angry Bull, and Charlie and Give Up Goose are three books written by educational psychologist Ashley Jay to help children understand, express, and manage their emotions. In addition to having her own practice, Ashley is also a consulting psychologist at two private schools in Johannesburg. She's my guest now to join, to, to, uh, she joins me now to tell me more. Ashley, welcome and thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about your professional journey first. Um, so I, I qualified in like my late twenties and, um, it was very long and very hard and I've been in private practice for quite a while now. Um, and it's something that I enjoy and it's an incredibly challenging career and nothing is ever the same on any given day. And on the side, I like, like you said, I like to, I like to write. And I think my, my career or has actually helped me. It helped me with my writing because I see these things on a daily basis and I thought, how do I consolidate it into something that people can use at home? Actually, an educational psychologist can be quite broad. Mm. Um, do you deal specifically with smaller children? No. So I, I do a lot of parent counseling for smaller, for smaller kids. Um, I do consult at two nursery schools. So I do stuff there with the smaller kids, but mostly I see older children, teenagers, young adults, and a lot of parents. And do you think the educational challenges now are greater than they have ever been for kiddies and that the pressure yeah. And kiddies is greater than it has ever been. Yes. And when I talk about kiddies, I talk about all, all of them. them. <laughs> it's all of them. Um, yeah. I feel that the, sometimes we forget how old they are. Yeah. And as much as they are capable of so much and kids really are the smartest people on the planet, I th- sometimes find like we also need to give them a chance to live their childhood and yeah. play. And not everything has to be a marker and a milestone and getting to the end of it. Yeah, because I find the pressure on kids today, yeah. and, and that's not even looking at the social media that impacts, I imagine, yeah. tremendously on it. But while we're on social media, does social media impact on their learning? I would say so if they are on it too much, just like I think it would impact on all of us being productive. At, I mean, I, I know there's times you can go onto Instagram or whatever and then you find yourself down a deep hole two hours later and you're like, what have I done with my time? So I would, for my, for me, it's everything in moderation. I'm not saying that social media is this evil thing, but at the same time, I would say to them, just monitor how you feel after you've spent a lot of time on it. Um, and just give yourself, give yourself that break when you need to. In terms of as challenges that our kids have, what are we seeing? So in terms of – so a lot of them now, they, they operate mostly online. Not that they don't see each other face-to-face. And COVID was very interesting in this because these kids have been brought up to kind of go – this is how I communicate. This is how I build relationships with people. And it's not to say that the relationships that they have online are not um, valid. They are. Um, but I think sometimes what it can do is lead to sometimes a struggle in kind of developing social skills in person. Um, I find socially for them just I would hate to be a teenager now. I mean, being a teenager is generally that sucks. Yes, yeah, I feel you couldn't pay me enough money to go back to being the ages of like between 13 and 16, particularly. And I think that the pressures that they're under socially, there's so much to contend with, not just the usual adolescence fitting in stuff, but 
it in terms of what you're expected to do at this age with social media, making TikToks, kind of staying relevant? Um, have you seen the latest like YouTuber and this video and like this reel and whatever? And I think that they are a lot of the time it's it's that they spread quite thin. Yeah. Um, and I see a lot of them in my office kind of just needing to exhale for want yeah. of a better term. Yeah. You've written three books. Yeah. And they have um, kind of descriptive titles, mm-hmm. uh, Susie and the Worry Elephant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? How, how did you come up with those topics? To be honest, I started writing these books for my kids. I didn't really care if it went anywhere. That would just be nice. Um, and it's something that I just I can't I can't give you a fancy story about where it came from. But I used to talk to my young daughter about it all the time. I'd be like, oh, so, like, and we named the elephant Louie, and he's sitting on your chest, and da da da. And then eventually, I thought. I'm going to write a story about it. So it's really, there's nothing fancy behind it, honestly. And the three topics, one is worrying, one is angry, and one is give up. Yes. And the reason is because I see a lot of that in younger kids in my practice. Those are the things that I like. Those are three tough, anxiety, anxious. Yes. yes. And this feeling of like, I can't persist in what I'm doing, especially if I'm not good at it initially. So that's why I did the give up goose. And your books, where are they available and how are they available? So you can buy them directly from me if you want to. Um, and I have like a whole thing with people WhatsApp me and I send a whole spiel that they can buy. And it's also available at exclusive books in Rosebank. Um, also in other exclusive books, but in Cape Town and Durban, so that doesn't really count. Um, there's also a bespoke bookshop. It's called The Story Cafe in Four Ways, which is beautiful. And they specialize in books on emotions, and it's available there as well. When you say you send a whole spiel, are the books standalone or – you can buy them standalone. You can, I've got a whole what, thing. What, what like, you, so what is your spiel? My spiel's like, okay, if you, cause I have to be various because people will just ask me the same questions over and over. So I'm like, right. If you want one book, this is what one oh. book costs. This is what a package costs. Okay. This is what a, like, okay. but you can buy as many as you want in one or two. It doesn't matter. Okay. So no, I thought the spiel might be in terms of using the box because no, they quite. Standalone. Yeah. You don't actually, I've written them in such a way, there's no fancy language, there's no psychological jargon. It's, uh, the whole point for me is to give parents skills. So we can therapize as much as we want and you can outsource to a therapist, not to say all parents do that, they don't, they want to be involved. But parents feel so much more empowered when they actually know what to say. And I think one of the reasons I wrote them like this is because I had a lot of parents say to me, Okay, I, I get what you're saying, but now what do I say? Mm. They need like a script, mm. which I get. It makes a lot of, mm. cause in the moment, mm. I can give you theory and insight and all the rest of it, but in the moment you're going, what must I do in the moment? I don't know what to do. Yeah, child's anxious, exactly. child doesn't want to go to school, child's exactly. worried, exactly. what do you say? So having to develop, to exactly, <laughs> like, what are you going to say? And then you feel like, oh, I'm not a great parent, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. Uh, are you planning writing more? Yes, I'm actually working on the fourth one. What is it called? It's called Sasha and the Sad Panda. Aww. Yeah, yeah I, I, I specifically, my illustrator looked for like, you know, those super sad pandas you see on Google at the zoo. Yeah. So we, we've based it on that. And going forward? Um, I'm working on another one, not for kids. I'm working on a book called, well, I mean, it's a working title, but it's called The Tower of Parenting. And it's just about, it's one page nuggets on, so let's say you go, like my kid's anxious or whatever. I find that with a lot of these parenting books, they're fabulous. For me, I'm so tired at the end of the day. I cannot commit to reading a chapter. I cannot. And I know a lot of other parents are like that. But what I could commit to doing is reading, oh, let me just quickly look at this page, what it told me to do. And it keeps it like succinct. 
Um, and I feel like that's what I want to do as a parent. So maybe other people would want that as well. So what's really amazing, Ashley, is like when you have your baby, they don't give you a manual. They don't yeah. say, yeah. okay, well, this is now, you know, step yeah. one. They spend so much time on like preparing you for the birth and yes. then, then it happens yes. and then like, ah. Um, yes. so basically you are writing the manual. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm also, I, I like to, I like to own my own stuff and say like, I stuffed this up so badly and like, this is what I did to repair it or whatever. I, I always feel like parents are the experts on their kids. They just don't always feel like they are. And that's what I want them to feel like, but quickly. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, you work at two primary schools. Yes. yes. Um, two nursery schools. Two nursery in schools. In the King David system, yeah. In the King David yes. system. Today we're lucky in that there are so many different kinds. Uh, uh, children who are struggling mm. have a lot more options. Yes. Than they did before. Yes. Um, is this a good thing? Yes. I feel like you've, you've always got to be careful. I've, I'm very wary of like over-diagnosing things. I'm very wary of pathologizing behaviors that are actually just developmental. I'm very cautious because kids are growing. Mm. But at the same time, there are kids that genuinely need intervention. And thank God we do have as many as we do. And you can just see that they have so much potential and then they get to reach it. And it's wonderful that they develop this sense of mastery and that they can actually do it. And it's got nothing to do with them having low intelligence or anything like that. And I feel like you know, back 20 years ago, 30 years ago, these weren't these options. Even if they were available, they weren't where they are now. And a lot of people really had to struggle for no, for, for like, unfortunately. Um, and c- can you imagine where they'd be now if they didn't have to? You start, you started at the, the Little East. Yes. Um, my last question to you. Yes. Matric advice for kids <laughs> about writing a matric. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> um, I would say just give yourself a bit of grace. And just remember, learning for 17 hours doesn't mean you've actually done quality learning, often Mm. in short spurts, Mm. like the brain doesn't really concentrate for more than 45 minutes and figure out what works for you. But take breaks because you need them and just, you know, just look after yourself. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. Ashley, if anybody likes those books, what should they do? Um, So they can contact me. Um, do you want me to give my number? Uh, whatever. Or yeah. they can contact me. Yeah, they can contact you. Um, Perfect. And yeah, they can email me or they can go to exclusives. Thank you very much. That was Ashley J, psychologist, you. talking about her books to help kitties.